0: Welcome to another edition of the Liga MX Preview, brought to you by the Mexican Soccer Show. I'm your host, Cesar Hernandez, and today is all about the Liga MX Finals. We've got León versus Pumas fighting for the Liga MX Championship. And to help me discuss this week's two matches for the Apertura 2020 Trophy, we have Tom Marshall. Tom, how are you doing? Are you excited for this?
1: I'm excited, yeah, definitely. It's um I mean how can you not be excited after that? Yeah, right. After that after the second leg of that um the, the semifinal um with Pumas knocking out Cruz Azul so late on. I mean, you know, let's let's hope for for more of that kind of kind of madness really. I mean, yeah, and, and I think it's first against second, isn't it? Cesar Leon yeah. first in the regular season, Pumas second, I mean We've talked about the the changes in the in the system, the playoff system that even twelfth position can can you know potentially win the league. Um, and you know, after all that, it's first against second, so you know it was pretty pointless playing it all, really, wasn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's the funny thing is that like, I mean, we had surprising results in the playoffs. I mean, like as you mentioned with like the you know with the new system we saw you know Puebla defeating Monterrey you know you had Puebla getting that win against Leon you know Pumas needing to like you know get those four goals you know against Cruz Azul in the second leg he had all this ridiculousness but in the end you have the top two teams of the regular season but i mean i feel like i i, I forgot what headline it was i was like was looking on looking online like through just like the different like mexican sports papers and i think i think uh, i guess like a uh, a good way of like translating this it's they put they said it was like a, it was a just like final like this is like this is the final that we should be getting if we're basing off like what happened the regular season and yeah I, I i feel like these have undeniably been the best two teams you know of the regular season they're they're worthy of you know getting a chance for the championship
1: yeah it's interesting because i think i think you know cruz azul should could have been could have been in that conversation until like that the last few weeks i mean and let's not forget that yeah. cruz azul played pumas um, I think was it the last day of the regular season and and they were winning one nil and guess what happened? Pumas won. They the cruz Azul collapsed <laughs> yeah. late. Would you believe it? And, and and Pumas won it. And and that basically flipped the positions, I think, in the in the regular season. So the um so that when it came to them playing, um it was actually it, it was actually um, you know, Pumas playing that second second leg at home. So Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um and and yeah, no, I think Pumas had been Pumas have been really interesting because yeah, yeah. um I think it was As Mexico. Um they did like a, a kind of little graphic, you know, a graphic of before that Cruz Azul game, Cruz Azul Pumas, which team would go through. And I think there were fifteen kind of analysts or pundits from you know from from the Mexican media and everyone said said Cruz Azul. And, and you can't necessarily blame him because I, I, I would have put, I think, Cruz Azul just about favourite for that game as well. But at the, but the same time, it's like it just does show you that Pumas had lost one game in 17 in the regular season, you know, and and even, and, and you know, they shut out uh, Pachuca for 180 minutes uh, without playing particularly well, granted, but they, they'd done it. But but they've just been continually... Kind of written off, and I think some people took pleasure in saying that you know that Pumas was kind of lucky. You know, they've had a lucky season, and they were lucky to get to, to you know, to the regular season with only with only one loss, and 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 to be getting this far into the playoffs. Now, you, you, I know where that where that argument is come has come from, and, and you know, in certain games the. You know, maybe they did get luck, and maybe the the fact that they only lost one game, you know, you can say they did get some fortune on along the way. But I do think that kind of denies the the positives that we've seen from this from this Pumas t- team. You know, just how just how damn awkward they are to play against. I mean, yeah. they're just a horrible team to play against. They're not. They don't make it easy. They defend really hard at the back. They're, they're very intense. They don't necessarily, you know, press high. But once they do start pressing, it's, it is a really intense kind of, you know, medium press. Um, and, and when they get the ball, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not kind of, they don't necessarily give you time to kind of set yourself as a, as a defensive unit. The the when they're at the best, they fire in those, those balls to Dineno Neno and, and Carlos Gonzalez. And, you know, it's that kind of kind of almost old school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, those two guys, you know, when you analyze them as strikers, you know, they're both good in the air. So you've always got that kind of danger. But I'd say they're both really good as well at, you know, just picking things up around the box. I think we saw that against Cruz Azul in that second leg, Like you give them little scraps around the box and they're just very quick. They're just very, you know, the, the, what's that, what's that word? Um, You know, just, just real goal poachers as well. Um, And and yeah, I think they've, they've, um, they deserve a lot of credit for what they've done. And, you know, going back to the start of the season, Mitchell leaves, you know, one or two days before the, the, you know, it was the club's youth system director, the yeah. Yini. I mean, this wasn't some even an assistant coach. This was the guy who's directed the youth teams and had very little experience of first team football, um, in terms of you know being a head coach and to suddenly take over one of Mexico's biggest clubs. Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a, an amazing story and um, and yeah, I don't know, I don't know what what else you think, uh,
0: Cesar, about about Pumas and yeah, specifically I mean... of you know how they got here. Well, I think that's I, I think that's the thing. I mean, I, it is interesting that like people have written them off. But maybe it was because of that start to the season, and we've we've mentioned it numerous times. Our like priesties and rankings, and we didn't have Pumas really high. You know, even if even if Michel stayed on, we I don't think that those ex- expectations would have you know would have changed. You know, and after he left, you know, like you said, it was Lilini who's you know. Like you said, essentially, like the director of reserve team stepped in his interim, he impressed, and he kept his job. So after that happened, I think a lot of us kind of assumed just like, well, you know, you know Pumas have had a decent start to the season, but eventually they're going to they're gonna drop. And I think a lot of us are saying like, oh, you know, Pumas have had a good start, but, you know, maybe they are lucky because they have Talavera, you know, you know, who's had these incredible perf- performances. But I mean, to but also at the same time, like, yeah, I, I guess you can kind of see the luck arguments when you consider just how many goals you know uh you know Talavera shut down but I think that's also ignoring the fact that you know the Nano had what 12 goals he's had 12 goals so far you know Carlos Gonzalez has had I think six goals so far Vigón he's he's getting a, a handful of goals too like they're it's pretty impressive what they've done up top and like you said it's it's it does kind of feel old school it's like it's like it's like this organized four-four-two, and you just have two, just like traditional strikers, just like finding the back of the net. But I, they've been they've been quite good, especially in the attack too. And I, I, I don't know. It's it's we we can't ignore that, you know, especially Di and Gonzalez, just what they've what they've provided, and, and I guess from those two, you know, especially Di Yeah, yeah, no, and
1: yeah. I mean, I think it's the mental side as well, and it, it's something that. It's really, obviously, it's difficult to define in football, like, oh, the mentally, like, you know, because at the end of the day, they did lose 4-0 to, to Cruz Azul as well. Yeah, in first. yeah. Which yeah. like, wasn't great, but, I mean, you know, check out this for, for a quote from, you know, 20-year-old midfielder Eric Lira, coming coming off the back of that 4-0 defeat to Cruz Azul. You know, he said, we're not beaten, we don't know what that is, we're focused on winning, and that's what we'll do. We want to erase the, the kind of losing image and, and we want to do it for the people on the outside, for our families and loved ones. Um, and I mean, I don't know, just the fact that we're not beaten, we don't know what that is. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. and they did go out with that belief. I mean, oh, you know, we talked in the last pod, a lot of things went right in that game yeah. to to end up 4-0 winners. But the the first thing that went right was that they believed in it. like They, they properly believed in it. And, and And they knew that they could... You know they knew that if you get that early goal, you know up two nil at half time, then they, they're they're in there. So it's um, it's something that I think when you you know looking ahead to the final now, I, I do think they it puts it sets them up really well for again um, against Leon. I mean I honestly think in some ways. You, just the way that semi-final second leg went down, and and you know, Pumas fans might completely disagree with this, and that's fair enough. It's almost like the 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 playing on with house money, like the yeah. They don't have much to lose. I mean, I know it sounds stupid for a final, that's, but it's true. It's true. Yeah. It, it's like nobody expected him to be in this position at the start of the season. Like they've already that game against Cruz Azul is. You know, it's no exaggeration. That's gonna go that's in Liga MX history. I mean, that is this this is gonna go, you know, in ten years' time, twenty years time, people are gonna be exciting that game. You know, no doubt about it. And and I think that they have already achieved that, you know what I mean? They've already made the final, which is an amazing achievement and and for some you know, that that might that might really help them. Um because because there isn't that kind of you know, if Cruz Azul would have been the final, it's like, oh, we've got to do it, we've got to do it, <laughs> you know. And, and to a certain degree, and nothing like, obviously, nothing like Cruz Azul, but to a certain degree, Leon, for me, have that, Um just because, you know, they have been so good for so long.
0: Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree. And it's just, and I, I think when we're looking at Leon, I mean, it's just when I'm thinking of them heading into this final, I mean, what they really want to, they could play some of the most exciting, high-pressing, possession-heavy you know, soccer in Mexico. I mean, we've seen you know, the fullbacks like, running forward in deep spaces. We have Luis Montes as a conductor in the middle going forward. It's, it's fun. And I, and I think what was also really interesting, we, we talked about this a little bit on Monday, but I feel like in that second leg against Chivas, they reminded us that they're also quite good defensively and and, it, and I and I maybe it's just me maybe I just keep forgetting about that maybe when I think of Leon I just think of Navarro starting as a right back and then suddenly the 18-yard box you know taking shots yeah. and I think of them as this like this like fun like fluid team but I think what, when we're looking at Leon and maybe even in this first leg I forget how well-rounded they are and how impressive they were against Chivas, you know, letting, letting Chivas have the possession and Leon looking completely fine and organized defensively. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, the, I mean, Leon is Leon. I, I hope we do see that old Leon though, <laughs> to be honest in the final, I, I hope they really do have a goal. Um, you know, rather than what they did against, against Chivas, which was, you know, like you said, in especially in that second, like kind of sit back a little bit and just wait for them to kind of Chivas to kind of undo themselves. But um but yeah, no it's it's you know, you look at the stats and I think I think if you look at the games in twenty twenty, I think Leon you know, they're scoring one point seven seven goals per game, which is the highest of any club, highest possession, I think it's sixty you percent. know, they won 21, 21 from twenty three games, you know, lost only four. I mean it's it's a phenomenal record really over, you know, thirty one games to to only lose four. It's kinda of like that, that wins your league titles pretty much in, in, in most leagues. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's you know a while now. Or, you know, it'd be nice to see Leon win this title, um, just because they played they've played so well for so long, and it's kind of like yeah. the, it'd be good to see them pick up that um, you know just get the icing on the cake in terms of this process, this two year kind of period where Nacho Ambris has you know just molded this team and and molded into a team. that's just it's just really good to watch and. And and it's not been easy either. They've you know like we mentioned before. I mean, um, JJ Macias has left. Elias Hernandez has left. I mean, they've had quite a few players. They've had you know Jairo Moreno's been out for the for this playoff series so far. He could be back for the for the final from from what reports are saying. Um, but you know they they properly kept it together. And you know Joel Campbell. I think you said, Cesar, uh, in the last pod that you know I will be the you know the player of the of the semi-finals there. And you know he he, he just he just looked on the uh, I don't know, he's been kind of inconsistent, but he's always shown that spark, and it was good to see him kind of of doing it. And, um you know, I know it's, it sounds pretty obvious to say, but I think Pumas, they need to start Montes. I mean, it's so difficult, not just because Montes is, is so good, but um Nacho Ambris can ch- change his position. I mean, yeah. you look at the gate that second leg against Chivas, and Montes is like basically plays wherever the hell he wants <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. like he's a nominal number 10 but he basically plays where he wants but then obviously in in that you know most of the season he's been playing in that deeper role and so you know what how how do you go about marking a guy you don't even know where he's going to play um so i mean i think that's that's a big factor in this final and um it's going to be really interesting for me to see if leon really have a go early on um Puma's so good against Cruz Azul, you know, he said so many times. But they went in that first leg. They got absolutely blown away within fifteen minutes. Be interesting to see if Leon look for something similar in, yeah. in the
0: first leg. Just absolutely go for him. Uh, yeah, because that's I'm what sure. I'm hoping for. That's cause that's cause here's the thing, is what I'm predicting and I hope I'm wrong when I say I hope I'm wrong in my prediction, but I think the first leg's gonna be close. They should both teams shouldn't take too many risks. Maybe You know, Leon can play great defensively if they want to. You know, Pumas regular, regularly shut teams down at home, and that's going to be like a, a zero zero one to one game. That's what I'm predicting. But maybe, like you said, maybe, you know, Leon kept an eye on, well, either one of those games between Cruz Azul and Pumas, <laughs> just seeing how, how one team just completely caught the other off guard. But, I mean, but especially, you know, Cruz Azul, and that first leg, when they had the three goals, was in the first thirteen minutes. And after that, I mean, just you know, Pumas' back line was in, entirely in shock. You know, and and I'm not going to say that a big reason why they couldn't bounce back or a big reason why they really struggled with that pressure is because they had a because they they have a fairly young back line. Uh, other than Fieri, who's I think he's a little bit older, but maybe in this in a, in a big playoff performance, you know, Johan Vasquez or Alan Mosso who aren't exactly you know, in their late 20s or early 30s, you know, if you apply a lot of pressure to them early on in a game, maybe it can catch them off guard. Maybe that could happen in this game. You know, I don't know. I don't know about Mallorca. I think I read something that he might be recovering from an injury. So I'm not sure if he's going to start or not uh, or if I misread that. But but yeah, no, I, I do hope that we do see some fireworks in the first league. Maybe it's going to be Leon, you know, pushing forward. And like you said, you know, how can you mark you know, a roaming Luis Montes joel campbell who was definitely ro- roaming a bit too while also trying to hold back mena while also trying to hold back vanessa's also trying to potentially hold back Navarro too so it's it's, it's going to be interesting and i hope we see some fireworks in first leg but i don't know tom what do you think because i feel like i think if i'm making any predictions here and of course it's foolish to make any kind of predictions about anything re- regarding Liga of <laughs> but i feel yeah. like i'm anticipating a tense first leg and I think at the second, leg, maybe that's when you really start to see you know, both teams open up a bit.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. I agree. I think, you know, I, I think Leon showed that pragmatic streak. And as much as I'd want him to go out there, and I think there's, there may well be the temptation, you know, it's the altitude as well, Mexico City. And um, I don't know, I think they'll resist. I mean, if they're within one, you know, there's no away goals in the final as well. Let's not forget. Which um, you know it'll go if it, if it's level the score after the two legs it'll go straight to to extra time and possibly penalties but um, but yeah I think I think that's probably the right reading I think Leon will be confident if they you know the 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 regular season result between the two was two uh, nil to Leon so I think on paper Leon wins this game you know. Say seven times out of ten, this series Leon would take it, and I'd say I'd probably say that if Leon were playing any Liga MX or the Liga MX team right now, to be honest, um, you know, given Tigo's form, given America's form, you know, given Monterrey's form, you know, those those three for me are the are the three best squads in Liga MX, it would, and and as all to be honest, but um, but right now, I'd back Leon against any of them. So so yeah, no, I think it's going to be good. Um, looking forward to it and yeah it's interesting it's going to be a lot of people in the states watching Cesar no? did you yeah. see my tweet the other day i was really happy with it um, about the top 10
0: games yeah i know and the thing is it's like that's not even that much of a surprise you know we've consistently seen these big numbers for for league games in the united states but the only thing that's uh, that is a little bit frustrating and i know we can have like our own little like podcast episode on this is i feel like what consistently happens is that like we all like, and I, I think it was, I, I think I mentioned it in a WhatsApp a message uh, or something in the group chat. I think it was like a week or two ago. You know, it's something that our, our friend John Arnold mentioned, but it's like this consistent loop where it's just people are astonished how big these numbers are. And then you don't really see that investment made <laughs> when it comes to coverage and people are astonished <laughs> when they see uh, these uh, big numbers and then, people don't necessarily make the investment they should when it comes to coverage of the league but at the very least it's 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 going to be it's going to be huge it's going to be massive yes obviously some of the previous games you know they had a little bit of a boost you know because you know any games involving Chivas and America get some big tv ratings but nonetheless if it's if it's a championship series involving League of teams they're going to be millions of viewers easily millions of viewers you know so uh, definitely going to be I'm expecting some big, big numbers from from both of these games.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no. I do think this year's interest as well because if you got, because I, I think nine out of the top ten games on US TV are going to be, you know, the League of MX games. Um, and obviously, it's a bit different this year because you're not had the international games. You're not had the women's, the US women's national team, which usually do really well in terms of numbers. But uh, it is crazy, isn't it? The only game that kind of that, that it would be in the top ten if we if the numbers are expected from the League of MX final would be the UEFA Champions League. It's like, I've heard of that. It, it is yeah, it is it is kinda of, it is kinda of crazy. But um but yeah, no. Uh what else is going on, Cesar? Anything else uh thrown in the game or, or Mexican football?
0: No, I mean it's just, I think right now just like the big I mean for me mentally it's just a big focus on this. I mean I th- I think we basically covered everything. I think uh I, th- I think one more thing regarding this game which I think is kind of Interesting is if, uh, you know, if the reports are true that Talavera is looking, you know, fit, that it looks like he's 100% healthy, he could potentially start in both games. And I think that'd be a nice way to close the season as well, because, yes, we talked about, you know, Leon and Pumas both being, you know, both justifiably being the final after having a regular season where they both finished in the top two. But there's also something kind of nice where if Talavera does get a chance uh, to take part uh, in both games, to have arguably the top two players of the season going up against each other. I think I think you and I have agreed that Luis Montes ha- has been the, the best player this season. But I think after him, I mean, my vote would be would be Talavera. You know, so that that might be kind of a, a a nice way to to close out the season to not only see these these two uh Veteran veterans, veterans but these but these but they're also like you know, you know older you know mexican veterans in their 30s so it'll be kind of cool to see that
1: yeah no definitely and um we'll have to wait and see with ciboldi and cruz azul some reports that you know like i think i said the other day it's difficult to see him staying on i, mean, I don't know how you go back into the dressing room after lift your dressing room after that but yeah. see with the CONCACAF champions league coming up big game next week um Cruz Azul against LAFC. Looking forward to that one. And um, and yeah, I think that's uh that's about it from now. We we talked about the new Liga MX president the other day, no? yeah. Um, yeah, I tell you know. Um I did see one report that was quite was really interesting actually, yeah. saying the from Argentina saying that potentially Liga MX and MLS could jointly go and look for some kind of Libertadores um, I don't know how to put it, like kind of ticket or some way of participating in that tournament, which, which, um, which makes sense because I think we were debating the other night that um, you know how are you going to play like the Comcast Champions League, the you know the, the MLS Liga MX tournament, and then play the Libertadores as well, um, whereas this might they might be able to, you know, kind of kind of find a way, and and you know I think the new League MX president was was talking about. You know, he was pushing the MLS side, and and really, when I listened to the press conference, and it was like an hour long, uh, with with Ariola and Bonilla, and they didn't they didn't really push it too much. Uh, but then, in a separate interview, I think with John Sutcliffe, he was like, you know, Bonilla's got this international position now within the league, partly to speed up that integration. So, um, so we'll see how that pans out. I'm sure there's going to be more debate about it. I know a lot of people are really against it, but. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're, I'm sure we're going to see that debate kind of next week. And we're probably going to see the debate this week in Cesar that we all love about MLS and League MX and which which of the playoffs is, is more exciting. <laughs> oh my
0: God. See, here, here's my here's my, my argument. Uh regarding uh the those uh arguments whether you know which one's more exciting this one's more exciting no it's this one it's both that's the answer it's both enjoy both i enjoy both that's my answer it's very it's very diplomatic of me but that's how i feel tom that, that's that's how i feel
1: <laughs> yeah plus like and ent- you know oh exciting or whatever it's not always quality if you know what I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean sometimes things can be really really entertaining and just be like terrible it's like Dave and Buster's is really entertaining, <laughs> but it's not like... It is terrible. Uh, it is terrible. <laughs> it's not, but it's not like high,
0: high culture, is it? You know what I mean? It's no. not like... <laughs> well, there goes that sponsorship, Tom. There goes it. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs>
1: but well, now, I mean, Dave, I feel like... Oh, go ahead. Dave and Buster's and Panera Bread have always been uh, looking for those sponsors. I but, think... Uh, I, they've, never, I, they've never got back to me. I think I have
0: him quite a lot of times on Twitter, but nothing, <laughs> nothing comes back. Is is Panera bread the Dave and Buster's of restaurant? No, no, it's like <laughs> it's not nearly as ridiculous, but it's like I don't know. That's that's an argument for another day. But Tom, I think I think that's it for us. Once we once we start talking about Dave and Buster's and Panera, you know you know it's time to start wrapping things up but <laughs> uh but that's it for us uh thanks to tom uh thanks to the listeners uh thanks to producer amy for posting these online uh don't forget to give us a rating review on apple Podcasts. and if you want to connect with us on social media you can find us on twitter at Mech soccer Show and uh, on instagram at the mexican soccer show thanks again and until next time we'll see you in the next episode see you guys around